Do you want to break into McKinsey, Bain, or BCG? Then join Black Belt. Black Belt is a structured case prep program that combines expert help with self-paced prep curriculum. You get eight one-hour, one-on-one case coaching sessions with a former MBB coach. You also get access to unlimited digital prep materials, and homework will assign you in between sessions to accelerate your progress. Oh, and by the way, 60% of Black Belts who complete the program land an offer at a top 10 firm. So, if you're serious about landing an MBB offer and changing your whole career trajectory, join Black Belt today. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. Welcome to this episode of Strategy Simplified, where we finish our series on Intro to the Case Interview. In this series, we've been covering each of the five main pieces of the case one by one, and we're on the last and fifth segment, the recommendation. If you haven't been with us along the journey, I recommend that you go back and and start at the beginning. Otherwise, let's jump in. The recommendation. This is an opportunity you get at the end of the case discussion to be able to provide a concise, compelling, and structured recommendation that answers the client's overall priority. It's the answer to the case objective. It's, it's the recommendation that answers the question around why they hired us. It's the last thing that we leave in our case interviewer's mind. And it's a great opportunity for us to showcase in this discussion, in this simulation, what we're going to be like as we deliver compelling recommendations to our clients, or even the way in which we try to align with others internally on our team as we go through uh, tough, challenging, problem-solving sessions internally. Delivering top-down, concise, compelling recommendations It's a skill. You get one to two minutes at the end of this case interview to be able to deliver that compelling recommendation. Just like every other part of the case, best in class, best practice is that you're going to deliver this without a pause. You're going to talk through this from start to finish. However, my own personal recommendation is If you haven't taken an extra pause at any other place during the case, now's the best time to take just a few seconds. Assert that you're going to take a few seconds before you launch into your compelling, concise, direct recommendation. Having a few extra seconds here to be able to pull together different data points from your case discussion and structure a compelling recommendation can pay off in dividends. This really puts to the test how well you have managed through your notes as you've gone through this 20 to 45 minute case conversation. Because in the way that we talk through our recommendation, we're going to be doing three different things. First, you're gonna be clear about your recommendation, the answer. At this point in time, based on what you know, what should the client do? That should be the answer to the case objective. And we should be able to communicate that crisply and clearly in one sentence. At this point in time, I recommend that the client does fill in the blank. Number two, the second part of this recommendation is going to be 
to, to be able to back up that assertive recommendation. What's your evidence base? Give me a couple of data points, rationale, why you think that is. We're not pulling data out of left field. The, the possible evidence base that you have is everything that we've learned, talked about, and the data that you've referenced in the last 20 to 45 minutes. Now is not the time to bring a new data point or a factoid out of left field that you haven't talked about, referenced before, or gotten from the interviewer. We need to be pulling from the evidence base of what we have talked through in this case. Of course, we're not going to have gotten all of your questions answered on your framework. We're not going to have talked about every single part of the case. We've boiled down a real-world weeks and months-long project or something that simulates the type of work that your client, your 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 prospective consulting firm rather, uh, does in the field every day. We've boiled down that real-world project into a 20 to 45-minute case interview discussion. There's no way that we covered the entire problem. But based on what we did talk about today, what's your current recommendation? Be bold with that and give some rationale why. As we give that rationale, which is step two of our recommendation delivery, we need to try and pull together different component parts of the case discussion. We need to try and be quantitative wherever possible, speaking to the exact calculations that we came to, the metrics and the data points that we collected. Perhaps we've even gone a step further than what was just asked of us in, in each individual segment and tried to compare and analyze data points across different component parts of the case against each other. A key opportunity to do that many times is in math, to be able to do one or two extra calculations based on what you were actually asked to solve for, many times can provide a, another layer and level of insight on top of what you were just asked to deliver. That additional insight can help drive a stronger recommendation. Either way, we're, we're pulling from the, the exact explicit qualitative and quantitative data points that we've gathered over the last you know, few minutes. We're bringing them selectively into this recommendation to be able to prove out and back up our overall assertive recommendation. After you, in a punchy, bullet-pointed way, talk through your evidence base of why that, that recommendation is the right path forward, the third and final part of your recommendation delivery is a set of risks and next steps. Now, this makes a ton of sense. You've been overly bold and assertive to, to, to have a clear and directive recommendation, top-line recommendation about what the client should do at this point in time, and you have a limited data set to be able to back that up. There should be a thousand different things that actually happen in the real world between now and when the client goes and does that thing, enters the German market, you know, launches this new product, acquires this company. Your recommendation was just bold, but what are the things that they actually need to continue to look at, investigate, analyze, figure out? What are the risks that they need to watch out for? While that list should be many, I want you to deliver to me a structured set of three things that they should watch out for. Show me, what are, your, what are your top three? What are the top three things that they should do next? These can be new investigative steps. Um, these can be new analysis or these can be new risks. I don't personally believe that you need a list of three risks and three next steps. I think that we can combine that in the way that we think about, here's the key things that I think that the client needs to do moving forward. 
This list as well likely comes from content that you've already talked through in this conversation. But you may, in this in this set of next steps, um, have synthesized towards a, a new a new piece that hasn't come out of this conversation before. That's okay. That's okay. Again, there's probably a many, many, many things that this client needs to do to be able to actually move forward with your recommendation. So what are the next three things that they need to go check on, go find, go figure out or watch out for? This is another good opportunity for you to bring in different parts of the case discussion, speak to some of the things that came out of qualitative creative brainstorming, or reference back to some of the insights that you layered onto a math section or that came out of your overall structure. You may also think back to the framework that you created up front in this discussion and look back at what you thought were some of the key questions that the interviewer didn't have information for or that weren't covered in this short discussion. That's good ammo for you to bring into this next steps portion of the conversation as well. So a clear, concise, compelling, you know, one sentence directive recommendation off the top, quickly running through the evidence base, uh, specifically speaking to quantitative metrics, but hopefully pulling information from a few different parts of the case to be able to back that up and share your evidence base, your rationale, number two. And finally, number three, a structured list. And I would make that a numbered structured list of three key things that the client should do next. That can be next steps or risks to watch out for. And then you end your your delivery of the recommendation. This is the structure that I would have to a recommendation, no matter the way that the interviewer frames this ending part of the conversation to me. It could sound, this prompt to, to move into the recommendation could sound like, The CEO has walked into the room and wants to hear your current recommendation. Okay, very clear. Well, based on what we've learned so far, here's what I think. Here's why, and here's what you should look at next. But I would also frame this this recommendation in the exact same way if the prompt was, well, what's the summary of what you've done so far? Those are two different prompts, but... Um, something very tactically I'm going to do is I'm going to keep my eye on the clock in the interview. I'm going to know how long my interview block is. I'm going to have a 30 minute interview or a 45 minute interview block or a 60 minute interview block. I'm going to know before I go into the room, whether or not this is just a case interview or if this is case and, and behavioral questions. And I'm going to be able to then be able to, to, to really make a, a well-informed guess on whether or not the case is ending at this moment in time. I'm either getting to the end of my time block or I've very efficiently run through multiple pieces of the case and there's this sense of closure finality. There's an opportunity here for you to be able to deliver this this, this parting blow and showcase your ability to be assertive, to be concise and to be structured as you close out this conversation. In terms of the importance of your recommendation, I think I think it's good to note that firms, some firms are detail-oriented in their scoring approach. As you sit through a case interview conversation, you're going to be quantitatively scored. And firms that are more detail-oriented, you're going to get a score on each individual piece of the case. So you're going to have to perform well on every individual segment. But you know what? There's a lot of firms that don't score 
by piece, by segment. There's a lot of firms that only give you overall scores in terms of the key qualities that matter, structure, problem solving, communication, et cetera. And if and when that's the case, how you end this conversation, how you leave, the impression that you leave on the interviewer to be able to close out becomes that much more important. Making sure that you have mastered the art of synthesizing to a compelling assertive recommendation in the moment is very important in your your success overall in the case interview. It's just another component that you have to practice out loud. So you've heard me make this pitch before. I'll make it here one final time, right? Our, our, our coaches here at Management Consulted are, um, they were talented consultants at either McKinsey, Bain, or BCG. They were part of the, the recruitment cycle interviewers at their firms. They spend substantive amount of their time coaching. They each basically get to run their own little business through us here at Management Consulted to be able to attract and retain coaching clients. And you can work with them on running through full case interview simulations, having targeted sessions on specific portions of the case, or even working through behavioral fit and resume components. These sessions can be purchased in one-hour segments or even in 30-minute segments. But 30-minute segments are really just for behavioral and resume. When we're talking about case interview preparation, those are delivered in one-hour segments, can be purchased by the hour or in packages. Eight hours or more, and you become a management-consulted black belt, which gives you access to everything behind the paywall and a live half-day training with me where we do a full in-depth case walkthrough. You'll find information on all of those opportunities and links to sign up in the show notes. I hope you've enjoyed this series on intro to the case interview. While we covered a lot around what your interviewer is looking for, what does good look like, Um, there's so much more to learn. So I hope that through this series, you'll really just consider this to be the tip of the iceberg because it is. Hopefully you know and feel compelled that there are various aspects to this process that you're going to have to to put time into learning more about and to practicing. And that practicing in a vacuum, just reading, watching case walkthrough videos, even listening to great podcasts like this one, isn't going to get you fully over the finish line. Out loud practice is going to be a necessary part of your preparation process for you to be able to build this muscle to consistently succeed through case interview conversations over multiple interviewers, multiple cases, multiple rounds of recruiting. This is something that we can't just learn the week of. Most of us take weeks, if not months, to be able to really good good at this whole process. So take what you've learned over these last few shorter, you know, shorter podcast episodes these last few weeks, and really use that motivation, apply it to jumping in with full force into this process.